0: Welcome to Senior Living Reimagined, IN2L plus LifeLoop's podcast dedicated to aging and the senior living industry. Listen in as we break down industry research, explore technology solutions, discuss the latest trends, chat with industry experts, and share best practices. Learn with us as we share stories, tips, and resources that are sure to enhance your senior living impact.
1: Welcome to Senior Living Reimagined, a podcast by IN2L Plus Life Loop dedicated to the senior living industry and the aging experience. My name is Naveen Gupta, CEO of IN2L Plus Life Loop, and joining me today is Lydia Wind, Principal Researcher at IN2L Plus Life Loop. And on our episode, episode number two, is going to be focused on the 2023 State of Engagement and Technology report. Before we dive in, we are going to get to know Lydia Win. So Lydia, maybe we start and hear your origin story.
0: Thank you for so much for having me, Naveen. I feel quite honored to be on the second episode of this podcast. Yes. Um, so, a uh, little history about myself. I completed my PhD in neuroscience at the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Yes. And my focus was on cognitive aging and neurodegenerative diseases. And um, I Towards the end of my graduate career, I actually started working on a project all about technology and how we can use it to support social engagement in older adults with and without mild cognitive impairment. And so I was really excited by and inspired by the tangible benefits that I got to observe from those kinds of studies where I could see and hear directly from the research participants about, um, the the effect the technology was having on their lives right then. And so I became quite inspired to kind of continue my research in the technology space um, and specifically with older adults. I wanted to stick with aging. And so I was fortunate enough to find IN2L and I've started working here as a researcher about almost three years ago.
1: Yeah, Lydia, it's, uh, it's really fascinating. I've actually seen several of the reports, a lot of the work that you've done with Communities with payers with triple A's and just the value of technology in this in the senior living space. Um, if we think about the senior living market today, uh, clearly the first thing that we talk about is occupancy, right? I think that's most critically important. Um, at, at this point, if you compare pre pandemic to now, the recovery is about 50%, uh, but the, the way it's been categorized is primarily around profitless because in order to drive occupancy a lot of the operators were giving steep discounts there were two year lock in periods etc and even now after doing high single digit increases it's we're finally back at the point where uh, a lot of the communities are beginning to see their top line revenue actually stabilize and grow with that also is this issue of uh, the costs are primarily d- driven by inflationary costs, whether it be staffing or food or several of the, uh, several of the other things that are, that are important here. Uh, but the role of technology and the role of staffing sort of go hand in hand as the occupancy is going to start climbing back up again. Communities are, are, are wondering, is it really a question of adding more bodies, more staff, or is this something that technology can play a role? And I know that the report in particular, uh, you know, it's our fourth installment of our reports. So are really, really proud of what uh, this organization really has done. And we have now interviewed almost 110 um, C-suite people, clinical people, back-end people, uh, billing people, uh, really to get perspective in how is the technology landscape essentially changing um, the two broad categories I know Lydia, when looking at the report, the first is around engagement technologies, and the second is this notion of enterprise technologies that are beginning to emerge. So I think engagement is well understood, right? We are working on reducing social isolation, loneliness, uh, providing um, you know activity directors, uh, the tools that they really need to provide personalized care and solutions, uh, including with the family members. With the enterprise, the conversation is now shifting to how do we really provide technology for all the various other departments? Because oftentimes senior living, you can think about the clinical department or the finance department, but there are many other departments that are there. So Lydia, I would love to understand, um, how does, you know, what exactly do we mean by enterprise solutions over here? Um, Help, maybe you're gonna start by unpacking that for us.
0: According to the respondents on this survey, there were two things that stuck out to them as key components of the enterprise solutions. One was helping residents to have a more personalized experience and uh, creating uh, an experience and environment in which residents have better well-being and quality of life. And so both of those items were the top items that the leaders see as benefits of these enterprise solutions and that surpassed even creating staff efficiencies which i personally found quite surprising given the focus on staffing shortages in most of the the literature in the community right now. Yeah. And so 94% of the leaders believe that personalization it helps to improve resident care, prov- helps them provide more person-centered care mm. and improve quality of life of the residents. So you can see if If such a high percentage of leaders believe that, Hmm. um, you can see why those items came out as so important for them for an enterprise solution to address. And interestingly, there were three technology solutions that leaders don't currently have, but would like to have soon. And those all revolved around the residents. So um, creating a a personalized resident experience, um, creating resident connections, or making that easier for residents to connect with others, and then being able to integrate information from multiple sources about the resident so that they can get a more holistic view of that resident. And in, in, in that sense, they would be able to correct, provide more personalized care to the yeah. individual. So we see this kind of disconnect between what they find as most important and what they actually have available to them in their communities. So this is an opportunity again for technology uh, partners or vendors to kind of fill a critical need for these individuals where they know that they want to focus on resident care and they want technology solutions that help them provide the best care to residents, but they don't necessarily have those technology solutions in hand right now.
1: Yeah, this is really fascinating for me because Um, I I have opportunity to talk to multiple CEOs or senior level executives on a regular basis and we have conversations about technology. And to your final point, that there are a lot of point-to-point solutions, non-enterprise point-to-point solutions out there in the marketplace that typically get deployed, right? One for communication, one for signage, uh, one for maybe uh, doing elements of clinical care, um, one for perhaps doing some sort of the visitor management and these systems do not talk to each other. Uh, I think the enterprise platform really brings all these data elements together, integrates the workflow, reduces uh, the, the, the task of having to input information in all these systems, whether it be caregiver information, family information, resident information, and then being able to take all of the analytics associated with it to ultimately provide that rich, meaningful, personalized care that you're referring to, which is really, really fascinating. And uh, you know, and I think that's what the research really speaks to.
0: Yeah, and I think with that in particular, it's interesting because there's so many systems where you might enter some information so that one person may know who entered that information may know that piece of tidbit about the resident yeah. but then that information isn't spread across the staff yes like as a whole so it is w- if that person leaves the community or if they are not there with that resident at that moment they don't have the rest of the staff doesn't have that information and so being able to kind of integrate all of that and make it a more cohesive like body of knowledge for all staff to easily have access to they only have to go to one place to access it um, is is i think vitally important
1: so i think you know we're talking about technology we're talking about these these solutions these categories of solutions mm-hmm. effectively the the other sort of related area as we started talking about staffing, right? So we we constantly talk about almost doubling of the senior population, in, in you know in um, in a couple of decades effectively as we're adding more and more seniors every single day. Um, re- when we look at staffing in particular there 's almost the, the stats from the from the papers speak to there are almost over sixty percent essentially retention measures right to keep the staff that they already have almost forty percent using some sort of staff augmentation uh, solution or they 're working with some some sort of partner, over sixty percent plus that are uh, staff needing to take on more and more uh, responsibilities because they are not enough people to really essentially go around so What does the research paper talk about staffing and technology?
0: I definitely agree that staffing is a huge issue. 91% of the respondents in this survey said that they currently have staffing challenges right now or staffing shortages. Um, But there was also about 70% of the leaders that also reported that engagement, that, that they believe engagement or enterprise technology solutions can help to fill those kind of staffing shortages or the kind of downstream effects of of the staffing shortages. So that means there's this really high acceptance already of leaders to kind of embrace technology mm-hmm. as a way to kind of alleviate the problems that come with staffing shortages. So there's a real opportunity there to kind of help them with that with that problem and fill that void for them.
1: Yeah, one other thing that really jumped out at me when I looked at the report was there was maybe one third of communities that are perhaps not leaning in to technology as much as they should be, or not quite able to connect what technology can really do for them, right? So if I'm a senior living operator, and I'm listening to this podcast, and I'm thinking about technology, what are some of the ways that I can maybe perhaps take next steps? What now for me?
0: Yeah, so there was a good chunk of people that weren't actually using technology to its fullest potential or don't see the full potential of technology. So one option is to talk to your tech partners that you already have or reach out to technology vendors that you have seen or are interested in or you've heard from others about and see what kinds of things they can do for you. Since they are the technology experts in their own technology, they have a wide experience in the ways that their technology can be used, the benefits that it can confer. So talking to those people directly is honestly your best option for figuring out how you can implement technology in a meaningful and successful way in your community.
1: Yeah, Lydia, I think that's, that's super helpful, right? Just understanding what's out there in order for them to be able, but also I think there are perhaps maybe two other sort of things that they can think about. One is, are you spending you know, sufficiently for technology as a percentage of your top line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps the second is also prioritizing because it can become pretty overwhelming. Uh, if you go to any of these large uh, senior living co- uh, technology conferences, there are large number of vendors, lots of different categories of solutions, and, and it can be difficult. So, so I think, you know, my perspective on that a little bit is to think in terms of prioritization what are the workflows that are most problematic within the community? Where are there most number of inefficiencies there? Where are staff overwhelmed? Where are we not providing value to residents? And really then using and evaluating the partner that you currently have from a technology perspective and seeing whether that that they are able to then you know provide some guidance because at the heart of it, you need a trusted technology partner to help you.
0: Yeah, and I would also add for that prioritizing when you're thinking about your workflows, also think about the kind of flows of your community with between like residents, family members and staff. So what are things that you can also do that kind of address the family members' satisfaction and happiness with your community? How can you c- keep creating those connections between the kinds of three groups of people
1: in your community. Thank you, Lydia. Your passion for the space is so encouraging. I know I learn from you every time we have conversation And, and more importantly, you know, hopefully the people that are listening to this podcast will go to the website and download. The the report is accessible, the report is free, uh, and and really be able to use the, the research that has been done to be able to help them ultimately improve the aging experience of the people that they take care of every day. So thank you, Lydia, for joining us. Thank
0: you so much for having me. It's been quite a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Senior Living Reimagined podcast. We hope you enjoyed joining us as we explored everything senior living. Our aim is to leave you feeling inspired and empowered to continue making an impact in the senior living industry. Thank you for listening and learning with us. And if you liked our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word. Together, we can do more.